The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. We invite you to join us each Tuesday at 9 p.m. on the corner of 16th and 47th in Seattle's U District. There's one thing that I'm going to tell you, and there's one thing I really want you to walk away with, and that is that God loves you. He wants to have an intimate, meaningful, and、uh, important relationship with you. Um, and has a deep, deep desire to know you and for you to be known, for you to feel known by God. Okay? So that, I'm going to say that a couple times.、Um, and, but that's what I want you to know. God loves you and wants to have a deep, intimate、uh, relationship with you and for you to feel known.、Um, so we, we're in a series of loneliness, okay? And.、Uh, Megan kicked us off last,、uh, last week talking about,、uh, she shared some of her story as she、uh, moved from high school to college and some of the experiences that she had. And、uh, an, the invitation that God gives us, that Jesus gave to、uh, people in the Bible, she went through the story and, and talked about invitation a little bit. And、uh, so loneliness is, is an interesting thing because we all feel loneliness at some point, whether it's,、uh, there's, there's a ton of different types of loneliness. I, I don't even know. Okay, I don't even know how many, how many types of loneliness there are, but I've got a Little bit of an idea just of what, I, what I've experienced and what I've heard you guys talk about. A lot of you guys have talked about that. We all feel lonely at some points, at some times or another.、Um, you know, whether it's、uh, I moved from、uh, high school to college and I don't know anyone, or I moved into a dorm and everyone closes their door, or、um, I'm、uh, my boyfriend or girlfriend just broke up with me and I feel lonely, or Lost、uh, uh, someone close to you, whatever it is. There's, there's all these different types of loneliness. Or, you know, there's even there's so many people around me that I feel overwhelmed and lonely. Okay, there's tons of different types of loneliness.、Um, but overall, we as humans, we are human beings. We all have flesh and we are humans. We all have a desire to be known. Okay, we have this desire. God put it in us when we were created. Human beings desire to be known. We all have it. So,、um, so again, you look at yourself how can I feel lonely in my life? How can I feel lonely? I've got tons of friends. You should see how many Facebook friends I have, okay?、Uh, Instagram, all these different things. We have like people all over us, all around us, fraternities, sororities. There are a ton of people in your life, most likely. Classes. Like, there's tons of people around you, yet you feel lonely. And,、um, and that, is, that is a real thing you guys are experiencing. And so, we're going to talk about this a little bit what it looks like to,、uh, to, be, to be known, to have an intimate relation with God, and、uh, that through being known, that, that some of that loneliness would be relieved from us, essentially. So,、um, I'm gonna get into, we're going to get into the scripture in Luke,、uh, Luke 15. It's the parable of the lost son. You heard of it? Probably some of you, probably some of you haven't, which I love. And、uh, this is a great story because every single person can be inserted into the story like three different times. It's incredible. There's a book about it, and I'd recommend reading it. Because、um, we, as we go through this, are every single character in this, in this, in this story at some point or another.、Um, so let me,、uh, let me read this for you guys and follow along. I'm, I'm going to take some,、uh, some breaks here. 
it says, Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Time out. Who says that? Who says that? Hey, just imagine going to your dad and saying, um, Hey, dad, uh, I want half of everything you have, and I want it now. I don't want to even wait till you die. I just want it now. Which essentially is saying, I, you could die and I would care less. Can you imagine saying it to your dad or mom or whoever? Like, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, starts off pretty interesting. It says, not long after that, the younger son got together all he had and set off for a distant country. And there, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. Um, one thing I wish that we could do is like click on words, like on and like you need to click on something in like thesaurus and all these different ways to click on words. I want to click on wild living and know what it meant for um, this guy, kind of what they're pointing to, because wild living is a pretty wide term, and I think we could go to a lot of different places with wild living. Um, so think of yourself: what would wild living look like, or a friend, or or anything? But wild living is pretty wide open for just about anything. So. Um, he experienced wild living. After he had spent everything there, sorry, there's a comma. After he spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. Okay? So he's in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one would give him no one gave him anything. So he's he wants to eat the pig's food, and they won't give him that. He wants to eat the pig's food. He doesn't have to eat it. He, he's now choosing it, and he still doesn't get it. Um, when he came to his senses, he, he said sorry, when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am, starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. Okay, so he realizes, okay, I'm out in the wilderness, not even getting pig's food. So maybe if I go back and say, hey, dad, I totally screwed this up. Will you have me back? I'll just be your servant. Like, just take me as your servant. Then his life will be better. That was, his life will now be better because of that. Um, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. So goes back, his father sees him way off in the distance and starts booking it to him, meets him in the middle, and basically he says, hey, like I said, uh, I can't eat pig food anymore. Uh, I want to be back. I'll be your servant. And uh, the father threw his arms around him and kissed him. Uh, and they throw a big party. We're going to stop there. They throw a big party. They celebrate. Um, so we're going to come back to this in a little bit. We'll kind of touch and go. The son, father, left hand, right, your right hand, son. Father, bald, son, hair. <laughs> Just made that up. And uh, there's a void. Okay, there's a void. 
space, gap, crevasse, <laughs> ditch. There's a void, okay? And because this void, the son was like, how do I fill this? How do I fill this, this gap here? And in his mind, he said, I've got an idea. I'll demand everything that my father, half of everything my father owns, which is technically half of mine, and I'll go spend it all and just go live my life, okay? And then maybe I will fill this void with this crazy fun time of my life, okay? That's essentially what he says. So he takes off and experiences, experiences wild living, okay? Well, guess what? We're not so different than this son who leaves, okay? Son, this is us. There's a space. And we want to fill this void, and we don't, we're not really sure how all the time. And so oftentimes, we, we book it. We may not go to the extreme of saying, I want everything, I want half of everything you own, and I want it now. But we basically say, I need to figure out a solution for this. Let me go figure it out. Sometimes it's wild living, sometimes it's not. But it doesn't matter, we still go. Okay? That is us. We are the sun that goes. We have a void. And we want to fill this void. And how do we, how do we, how do we fill this void? I've got a couple ideas. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot through a couple of them. And I bet one of them, you'll kind of go, at least go, eh, yeah, maybe, sometimes. I mean, not anymore, but I mean, kind of, still, all the time. <laughs> okay? How about relationships? Do you guys ever use a relationship to fill this void, this emptiness that we have? Um, maybe... Uh, maybe, you, maybe you're a serial dater. Um, maybe you're just a flirter, a big flirt that flirts with like every girl and but is, will never go on a date, but you'll just like hang out all the time. Or uh, maybe you're the girl that, that just is seeking attention from guys and makes every guy feel like you try and get them to like you so you can tell them no. Bet you're, someone's out there. <laughs> Trust me. Um, relationships. Okay, that's that is that is some of you out there. Okay, that was that was a lot of that was me for a little bit. Um, alcohol. That's an easy one. I mean, it's easy. It kind of numbs things, right? Like alcohol just numbs it. If I if I if I can get if I can get three beers, um, three nice beers, a lot of alcohol to put me out. Five nice beers, and I won't feel a thing. Numbness. Fill that. It's it's like. It's not even filling the void. It's just like, I don't even know there's a void anymore. There's a space. I feel nothing, okay? And that goes away, and then you feel something that next morning. Um, we kind of talked with relationships, but I'm going to say sex can be part of that. Um, maybe, maybe you don't like any relationship, but it's just the sex thing. You, you, take, you try and, try and uh, get a girl, and you know it's not going anywhere, but you just want, you just want sex. Or girls, maybe you're like, I just want, I just want sex. I can get a guy. I think I can find a guy that will. Yeah. <laughs> um, self-image, self-image, self-image used to be a total, a total female thing. I think, or at least we thought it was. Whoa, it is not a female thing anymore, guys. That is us. We are self-image all the way. What clothes am I wearing? What, uh, what jersey am I wearing? I've got 18 blazer jerseys, okay? Okay? 
Because, you know why? Because I don't want to wear the same one without like two months in between, okay? Because I want you to say, I want you to see the back of my jersey. You'd be like, oh, number two, who's that? And I'm going to say, Stacy Ogman, the plastic man. You guys don't know who he is, probably. But he was a blazer in like 2000, okay? That was 14 years ago. Okay, self-image. I want, I went eBay crazy, okay? Um, but self-image, that, that was just one example. That, that is us. What clothes are we wearing? How do we look? What are people thinking of us when we walk around campus? It's sunny out. Now it's short season. I like wearing pants because I don't have cool shorts, and I feel like I've got cankles, okay? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I'll just wear pants, okay? Um, self-image. Um, being liked. Just being liked, okay? This is, a, this is a huge one and a big one for me. And it was, uh, I liked being the guy, okay? The guy. I, I thought about this too late, but I, ha- I wanted to show pictures because it would have been pretty descriptive. And, you, and, and the people who have known me for a couple years are like, they're sitting there going, oh, oh, did he want to be the guy? He wanted to be the guy. I wanted to be funny. I wanted everyone to laugh at anything I did. Okay? Even tonight, I was standing there, and you guys weren't really laughing yet. And so I was like, man, I am not being animated enough. Okay? So it's still a current struggle of mine. Um, but, uh, but I wanted to be the guy. I wanted to be funny. I wanted to be smart, which was tough. I wanted to be insightful. I wanted to be really insightful where someone would go, wow, I've never thought of that before. And I'd say... I know. <laughs> I heard about it from a friend who read a book. That's what I wanted, okay? I, want, like, I wanted to be the guy. I wore a fanny pack for two years straight. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. <laughs> who knew me with a fanny pack? Who knew me with a fanny pack, okay? Yeah, that's a lot of hands. It's kind of embarrassing. And it wasn't because it w- I wanted to be the guy that was wearing a fanny pack. Like, no one wears that. No one wears fanny pack. Um, I had a big mustache. This, this is why the pictures would have been great. I had a mustache that went outside my face, okay? Wax. Um, ice cream was really good for um, tack. Dairy Queen, specifically. Okay? I did all these things to be the guy. I got, this is, this is, this is a little snapshot of how much joy I got from this, okay? I was um, rollerblading, again, but... That's not the same, because that's just fun. I was rollerblading down 15th towards Ravenna. I had my fanny pack on, uh, my flannel around my waist with my mustache, and like probably some like stupid hat on, or like a visor on backwards or something, okay? That I made, that I cut out myself. <laughs> and someone told me that they saw a picture of me on Facebook that someone had said, check out this guy rollerblading down 15th. And they're like, man, I'm pretty sure that's Brian. And they're like, hey, Brian, I saw you. some guy, some random person had a picture of you on Facebook saying, hey, look at this guy. And I was like, no way. That is awesome. I've never had so much, like, joy in my life. Or so I thought. Like, that was like the pinnacle. Like, I've made it. But I hadn't. I had not made it. I had not made it one bit, but I had created this persona of who I wanted to be and who I wanted you to think I was. And I thought I wanted you to think I was funny, cool, ridiculous. Uh, the best compliment was, Brian, 
man, you know Brian? Oh, one of a kind. No one else there, no one else in the world like him. That was like, that was gold. I slept well that night, okay? But then it didn't, wasn't, didn't do anything for me. It wasn't filling. It was just empty. It was just, a, it was just this constant attempt to fill a void, okay? Here's a void. The Father, me. There's a void. There's space. And I filled it with this persona of what I thought I wanted you to think about me. Social media, I don't need to, I don't need to talk about that much. Likes. Uh, I had to get off Instagram because I would just, I wouldn't post any pictures anymore unless it was like super cool. And it was just because I wanted you to, to, to double tap. It's like, I need to get, this is, this is not good for me anymore. Um, I wanted to be the guy. I wanted you to think I was cool. And as the son leaves the father to go experience this, so did I, to try and be this guy. And it was a void that I couldn't fill. We all do that exact same thing. There's a void, and we try to fill it. Like I said, roll through a bunch of things. There's plenty more things we all deal with. But there's something there. It's not working. It's unfortunate. You kind of get to the point where you go, this isn't really working. And everyone has a point, a different point where they realize that. Some people, it's in college. Some people, it's after college. Mine was clearly after college. Okay? And I'll realize it again, and I'll realize it again. This is not something that you kind of go, figured it out, good to go. We'll realize it, and we'll get back to the same routine. We'll realize it again. That's, it's called growth. It's called maturing. It's called grow. It's just growing. Okay? Um, it's empty. I'm going to look back at a couple of verses here that are significant. And one of those is uh, verse 17. Okay. He says he came to his senses. Senses? I looked up. I looked up the definition of senses just because I was kind of curious, like what really meant besides like sight, ear, touch. Not ear, but sight, hearing, <laughs> touch. And and senses means the f- physiological capacity of organisms that provide data for perception. <sighs> Come on, I'm supposed to understand that. But what I did get from that is that it, it gives you. It gives you data for perception, okay? It changes the way you perceive. And so he came to his senses. It says when he came to his senses, it means he had a different perception of what his life was, okay? It's this realization. Came to his senses and realized, hey, this life, this life that I'm living, that I'm trying to live, it's not working. It's, he, he said it's empty. Mustache, gone. Fanny pack, off. Okay? This isn't working. Verse 18. Uh, it says, I will set out, and he, this, is, this is what he's thinking. He says, I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against you, against you and heaven. Okay? So he's kind of realized, he's kind of thinking to himself, I'll go back. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe this is an option for me. Okay? And, uh, but verse 19, he kind of realizes, hey, there's, there's some guilt there, though. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So this is what he's thinking. This is what he's going he's gonna to say. Excuse me. He said, hey, I'll go back to my father and I'll say, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired men. Like, I can't do it. I'll just go in low. I'll lowball him. And he can't say no to me. I'm free, free labor. Why would he say no? Right? Because he's not worthy anymore. That's what he's thinking. He's not worthy. Um, in verse 20, 
This is important. So he got up and went to his father. Okay? We realize, I realized, hey, this isn't, this isn't working. I'm filling a void that I can't fill. It's empty. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell, I'll tell the father, I'm, I'm no longer worthy. I'll come, I'll come and, and feed your, I'll be a hired man. But the big thing is he got up and he went back to his father. What does it look like for us, for you? What does it look like for you individually to get up and to go home? Father, us. Void. We fill it. Doesn't work. What does it look like for you to say, okay, I'm going to go back? Okay, I, I love the illustration. I love this illustration of we can take as many steps as we want away from the Father. And it's always one step in return. If you go out, if you go out 100 yards, it doesn't take 100 yards to get back. It takes one step. It takes him saying, okay, I'll go back. He got up and he went to his father. It's one step. Walk, 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 walk. Mm, you know what? Stash, fanny pack. I'm going to go back. Boom. Done. One step. What does it look like for us to go home? And the answer is, is, is fairly simple in sound and not at all simple in action. But that is not to be, don't be worried about that. Basically, it's to admit. It's to admit, you know what, this isn't working. This is not working. This whole the mustache thing, the, um, the relationship, the flirty thing, the... Um, this self-image thing, it's not filling me. I'm going to go back. Okay? Admitting it's not going to work and believing that the Father, God, the Father is God. Believing that God can fill that void. That's the tricky thing. It's easy to say, we can all go, you know what, that hasn't worked. I mean, look at me. That hasn't worked. But do I believe that God can fill the space? Okay? Admit that you can't do it. Admit that it's not working. And believe that he can fill it. Um, in verse 21, it says, The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Okay? We might think that. This isn't working. Okay? Walked away, walked away, walked away. I'm going to take a step back. But, God, I am not worthy. Like, I am not. You have no idea what I've done. Like, I've craved this attention from girls, and you have no idea my past. You don't even want to look at it. You don't even want to hear, like, anything about it. You don't want it. I'm not worthy to be called your son. Okay? Insert yourself in what your, what, your, what, your, what your void filler is. You might say, I am not worthy to be called your son. Okay? The beautiful thing is, the father is sitting there and going, oh my gosh, yes, you are. You are so worthy. I love you. And you have no idea how much. And the answer to that is, you're right, we don't. But God wants you guys to know how much he loves, him, how much he loves you. And uh, there's a little excerpt here I'm going to read from Henry Nouwen. Okay? This is, um, oh, there's a painting 
sorry, there's a painting of uh, the prodigal son that Rembrandt did. Kind of hard to see it, but basically you get the guy with the red cloak, the father, and the, guy, and the son is on his knees. And the father has his hands on his back as the son is there saying, I'm not worthy to be your son. And the father stands there with his arms around him saying, yes, you are. This is, this is a, little, a little excerpt of what this illustration is of what this text is, okay? It says, The father holds his son, holds his daughter, and touches his son and his daughter and says, You are my beloved. I'm not going to ask you any questions. Wherever you've gone, whatever you have done, and whatever people say about you, you are my beloved. I hold you safe under my wings. You can come home to me whose name is compassionate, whose name is love. I don't care where you've been, what you've done, or anything. I don't care. I want you. Like, that is... There are some freeing things in there. Like, there are some things in this room that are deep. that You've never told anyone and, and have no plans to. Because you're like, this is in the vault. This is in the vault. This is never coming out. I'm going to lose my own passcode so I don't have to talk about this ever again. One, God doesn't care where you've been. He still loves you. But he also says, I want to throw that vault away. I want to take that. I don't want you to have that. He loves you so much, no matter what. And with this, that the, the, the picture of, of the son on the knees with the father, that is intimacy. That is being known. This is, this is a relationship that we have the opportunity to have with God. We can all say no. We can all do it. And keep filling the void with other things. You can do it. I'm very confident in your ability to do it. And I think you won't be very happy also. You'll keep trying different things. They, they won't work. You'll go to another thing. They won't work. But you can do it. You can fight it. But, but you have a God who's saying, I want, it, I want you. And I don't care what you've done, where you've been. You're, you're mine. You're my beloved. I can't think of another word that says, I love you more than beloved. Who says beloved these days? I think it's too deep. I think it's like too deep for us to talk sometimes like, oh, you, I love you. Or I don't, it doesn't make sense, but <laughs> you are my beloved. This is intimacy. This is being known. And with this comes life. In John 10, 10, it says, it says the, evil one, the evil one has come to, to steal, kill, and destroy. And I have come. Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Life to the full is not, this, is not filling this void with the things we've talked about. It's filling the void by saying, God, I need you. I need you. Will you fill this void? And the answer, is, the answer from him is yes. And I want everything that comes with it because I don't even care. God, our Father, loves you, wants to fill the void that we try to fill. He wants you to feel an intimate, meaningful relationship with him that you may feel known and loved. 
And that's all he wants. Let's pray. God, this is, uh, this is hard to understand sometimes and, uh, and so important at the same time. And I pray that you would help me understand this for my life. That I would have better understanding of what it means to be your beloved. Help me understand that and help my friends understand that as well. As they seek that understanding, um, we want to know. And uh, so thank you for this, this time and for the things you're doing in me. Uh, pray for the rest of our night and uh, that we may think more about what it means to be your beloved. Amen.